Did you wake up one day wondering how you ended up in the shit show of life? Where the only joy you find every day is doom scrolling TikTok, silently wondering why you had to relearn how to part your hair in the middle and laughing at cat videos. Are you tired of wearing all the hats, doing all the things and taking care of everyone else while you can't even sit down for an hour alone without feeling guilty? Then let me welcome you to Hustle Culture Dropout, where we're trading the chaos for clarity. I'm your host, Chastity Campbell, mom, wife, entrepreneur, and professional procrastinator. And I'm ready to bring you along as we discuss everything from burnout to self-care and entrepreneurship to wellness. If you're looking for someone who's got it all figured out, you are definitely in the wrong place. But if you want to discover how to be genuinely happy, make an impact in this world, and occasionally have mindless conversations about the latest celebrity gossip, I've got you. So get ready for some no-nonsense real talk as we take on the insanity of life and what it means to be a woman in today's world. This is Hustle Culture Dropout. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hustle Culture Dropout. I am your host, Chastity Campbell, and I am so excited that we are here getting ready to start episode three. I am completely and utterly obsessed with doing this podcast, you guys. I have loved this so much. I feel like it has absolutely been this incredible way for me to connect with so many people. I have been so blown away by just the feedback that I'm getting. And I just want to, again, thank you. I don't know if I will ever stop thanking you for listening. And if I do, I like need you guys to call me out on it because that is just completely rude. But truly and honestly, it has been so much fun to do this. I will a hundred percent say that today I did sort of, I'm tired. It's, it's been a day, been a little bit of a I will say a little bit of a emotionally difficult day. And so I wasn't completely feeling it. But as I was driving home and getting closer to home after work, I could find myself getting more and more energetic about sitting down and talking to you guys this week. And so I cannot wait to get to it. This is We are in October. I'm completely mind blown that we are here. I am thrilled. Literally my most favorite time of year the next three months, hands down. I tell people all of the time that I have like reverse seasonal depression because my seasonal depression comes in the summer from like May to August. And so I am thrilled that it is finally fall. We are finally heading into fall and I can absolutely not wait to share everything that I have ready and waiting for you guys this fall. So in the last episode, in episode two, we talked pretty extensively about how people pleasing can play such a huge role in us ending up in this completely endless cycle of self-sacrifice and how it can just deplete us and drain us. And so I promised that I would take a little bit of a deeper look and we could go into people pleasing a little further than we did in the last episode. And many of you had reached out to me and just expressed interest in figuring out 
how to stop? Like, how do we break the cycle of people pleasing? And so we are absolutely going to work through that today. And by the end of the episode, I hope that you will have a couple actionable steps that if you are a people pleaser that you can implement and you can go forward with and you can actually start utilizing right away to help you break that habit because that is what people pleasing is. It is a habit. And it is a habit that is pretty difficult to break, just like any other kind of bad habit that you might have. And so we're just going to spend some time talking through that this week and what it looks like to just start working through it. Because if we continue in that cycle of that bad habit of people pleasing, it can really lead to some serious frustration, resentment, burnout. And that is 100% what we are trying to avoid and what we are trying to work through and get better about, right? Putting ourselves first and really prioritizing ourself and what we need, our mental health and our self-care. And so the first thing that I really want to drive home to you guys and that we need to 100% remember is that saying no to someone doesn't make us a shitty person, okay? It makes us a reasonable human being with boundaries. And I think that oftentimes it feels really crappy to say no to people. And I will tell you that I can pick out when somebody is a people pleaser almost immediately. I can recognize it. And that's because I am a people pleaser. And so it feels really difficult to start saying no to somebody and to have those boundaries because we think that it makes us a shitty person, right? We think that it makes us selfish. Maybe we're not a good friend, or maybe we're not a good spouse, or maybe we're not a good employee if we set those boundaries up because we have been conditioned in our lives to make people happy, right? We want to nurture people. We want to make them feel happy. We want to help them. We want to care for them. And so when we start saying no to people and we start pulling back and like setting up boundaries and protecting our own personal space, that can feel really, 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 really hard. I want to just get this out into the open to where we normalize saying no to protect our own emotional health. And just because we say no, just because we have a boundary does not mean we're a bad person. Society doesn't understand boundaries because we are so easily accessible via email or social media, our phones, our devices. Everything is like instant. We can get an instant answer. And so when we don't get that instant answer, we get pissed off, right? Like when somebody's not available to answer the, the burning question that I need, and I'm guilty of this myself. And it's really hard to help people understand the boundaries that you have in place, but there are ways to do that. And so we are definitely going to be talking about that as well as what it looks like and how we can identify our people-pleasing tendencies, right? And so you know, most of us end up doing a whole bunch of shit that we don't want to do because we don't want to look like assholes and we, or we want people to like us. We want to be accepted into the little group, you know, and and we don't want to appear selfish. So here's the thing. In order for this very first step to work, I need you to stop what you're doing right now. And I need you to listen. And if you take nothing else away from this episode today and you have a problem with people pleasing, I want you to put this on repeat 
right now, okay? I want you to tattoo the shit on your brain. What you need to understand is that you can tell people to fuck off and still be a good person. So we're gonna say that together, okay? We are going to practice that together really quick because again, if you take nothing away from this entire episode, I need you to understand that you can tell people to fuck off and still be a good person. So let's just say that super quick together. On the count of three, one, two, three, I can tell people to fuck off and still be a good person, okay? So we need to start living this truth, like immediately, like yesterday, like last year, we need to start living this truth. This is one of the biggest ways you can literally make a huge difference in your life, your happiness, your overall well-being, is by protecting yourself and breaking the people-pleasing cycle. It is only going to benefit you. It's going to benefit your immediate family and the people who actually need you present for them. So imagine having like this reservoir of patience and this capability and this capacity to actually invest in your own family or your partner or your dog or your kids or yourself because you have finally stopped saying yes to all of the BS that you don't want to freaking do. People-pleasing is a soul sucker. It is a dream delayer, and we need to end that, okay? In this episode, we are going to keep it real. There is not going to be any fluff, but you're going to walk away with some actionable steps to break free from people-pleasing and just start living life on your terms, just the most authentic life you can. And so the first thing that I want to talk about is what is this whole people-pleasing thing anyway? in plain old English, it is bending over backwards to make everybody else happy while losing sight of what makes you happy. Okay. And it can mess with your head a little bit. Like it can, well, probably more than a little bit, like big time. Like, let's be honest about that. It's like carrying around this ugly bag full of like other people's expectations and you never quite get to like unpack your own stuff, right? You never get to unpack and kind of go through your own happiness, what makes you feel good and your own dreams that you have for yourself, for your life, what you want your life and your dreams to look like. And I get it because I have been there. I've had a really, really hard time with this. And so this is where some therapy has come into the picture for me personally. I'm not saying that that is what needs to happen for you. If you're a people pleaser, please do not think that I am telling you that you need therapy, okay? You need to do whatever works for you. But for me, this is what's worked. And it helped me to start reeling in that people pleasing tendency and the reality that I was a people pleaser. It just helped me reel it in a little bit. And so working through and starting to identify what your people-pleasing habits are and what those patterns are is where we need to start. So like I said earlier, I would venture to say that most of us have some people-pleasing tendencies and they've really started at a pretty young age because when we're a kid, like what do you want more than anything in the world? What, what do you want? You want to be liked, right? You want to fit in. And so we learn that a super easy way for us to accomplish this is to just go along with what other people say, 
right? Or whatever they're doing, even if it doesn't feel good to you. And that's a normal part of growing up. But the issue comes into play when we don't identify our patterns or accept that about ourselves, and then we just keep repeating that cycle, right? And so that agreeable behavior can carry on well into adulthood. And I've done it. I've seen others do it. We do this thing where we agree with everything someone says in order to not rock the boat or to appear agreeable or to make that person like us, or we don't want to stand out, right? We might be the only person in the group that's disagreeing, but we don't want to draw that attention to ourselves, right? So you just sort of sit there and you bite your tongue and you swallow your own opinions and your own values. And that is definitely something that is not healthy. And that is a indicator. That is a people-pleasing tendency. And it's not the same thing as sitting there politely and just listening to someone explain their opinion of something. That is being polite, okay? That's being a decent human. You're respecting somebody else's views. The issue arises when you do feel differently and you don't speak up because you want the person to like you. So it's really the reason that you're not speaking up. It's one thing to have a conversation and to listen to somebody and to respect their opinion, right? But if you're sitting there and you're thinking, I really want this person to like me, or I don't want to rock the boat, or I want to be included in this little group, and you're really pushing your feelings and your values aside for that particular reason, that is when it starts to be unhealthy, right? That's when it starts to become a problem. And this is a learned behavior. And we learned it super early in life because we wanted to fit in. And so the quicker you can curb this as an adult and get yourself right, the better example that you will end up being for others. And it will just help break that cycle. Another people-pleasing tendency is maybe you just find yourself saying yes, right? When you really want to say like, hell no. I don't want to freaking do this. I do not have the capacity to do this in any way, shape, or form. And if you're like me and you say yes, and then you spend like the next three weeks trying to figure out how you're going to get out of it, again, not healthy. So you're sitting there and you've said yes to this thing that you really didn't want to say yes to. And you're like, hmm, like what excuse did I use last time when I got into this situation? When I got myself into this situation, what excuse did I use? I am really, really bad about this. I will 100% commit myself to something and almost immediately I am already dreading it. I'm like, what have I done? I completely should have said no to this. Why did I commit to this? And so this is like when it becomes super inconvenient that my kids are grown because I can't use them as an excuse anymore. I can't blame shit on them anymore. I can't say, oh, Brooklyn has a fever. And then people are like, well, she's 22. She lives 14 hours away from you. Can't she just take some Tylenol? Like that's not going to work anymore. And so make sure from the beginning, if it is a no do not, under any circumstances, commit yourself to that. Like it's shittier to commit to that and then have to come up with an excuse or a lie or whatever it is 
because you just couldn't say no from the beginning. Another example of people pleasing is you're always second guessing yourself. You're always second guessing your choices because you're worried about what other people think. As a small business owner and entrepreneur, this comes into play so often when I'm creating content because I'm constantly wondering like, oh gosh, should I post that? Like, Mm, should I really say the F-bomb so much on my podcast episode? Should I edit this out? What if I really offend somebody? What if they don't like me? Well, guess what? 100% I am going to offend some people. And I am going to find some people who don't like me. And they don't want to listen to this podcast. They probably won't follow me on socials. And if I'm being honest, completely honest and transparent with you guys, like that bugs the shit out of me. Because I feel like, like I'm a good person, right? I am a decent human being. I try my best. I love connecting with people, but it's just not realistic. But what is realistic is that there will be some people out there who connect with me and who are my people. They show up here, they support me, and you're the people that I want here. Because honestly, I'm super lazy and I have so many other things to worry about in my life, right? I mean, probably most of us do, but I just don't have the capacity for fake friendships anymore. I'm way too worried about the fact that I have to like wear progressive glasses now and my boobs are starting to sag and I have to get my hair colored way more often than I want to to like cover up the grays and I'm exhausted because I stay up too late watching TikTok. So I have other shit to worry about instead of worrying about what somebody thinks of me. And once you get to that place, and you can get to that place, it doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever. You're going to have some slips where you have harder days. But once you get there and you can primarily live in that space, it is super freeing. It feels so good. One of the biggest things is recognizing which people-pleasing traits you have and understanding how and why you people-please and take some steps to stop. One of the very first ones to stop people pleasing in your tracks is to be self-aware and to accept what that looks like for you, accepting that I care what people think about me and understanding that about myself and acknowledging what my people pleasing tendencies are without beating myself up and giving myself a little bit of grace, that's allowed me to move into a space where I can start taking some of those actionable steps to derail that habit. And so you need to keep that in mind. You need to cut yourself some slack. That is the very first part of moving forward on this journey. The other big, big, huge, huge part of this is prioritizing your boundaries. You need to recognize where you're struggling with setting up some of those boundaries. You've got to have them. You've got to have some healthy, clear, non-negotiable boundaries. And we're talking about setting limits on your time and your energy and your emotional resources. You need to make creating boundaries easy for you, especially if you are somebody who has zero boundaries right now, right? So you need to make this as easy and attainable as you possibly can. And so an easier first boundary for me is just say no to things that I know absolutely will just push me over the edge. Like I am never, ever going to schedule back-to-back events on the weekend for myself. 
even if it's like super fun things like going to brunch with a friend and then that evening going on a super fun double date with John and a a couple of friends. That to me is too much peopling. Like it's too much in one day. I won't even schedule a hair appointment and a massage in the same day or a massage and a mani-pedi. I just can't. I like to be out. I like to be with people until I hit the wall and I don't. And then it is immediately time to like reel that shit in and get home. And I know that about myself. So it is the very first easy, actionable step for me in setting a boundary is understanding that I can't do two things in one day. So start with a small boundary like that, something that just makes sense to you that will be easy for you to follow through with. Maybe your boundary is no work on the weekends, but if you are somebody who needs to work on the weekends or who is used to working on the weekends, don't start with both days. Start with you're not going to work on Sunday. And understand that there are very few of us that are actually that important in our job that like shit's going to fall apart if we don't answer emails or we don't answer a text message in 24 hours, okay? And don't apologize for those boundaries. You don't need to explain that to anybody. That is your time. It is your energy and it's your emotional resources. So don't feel like you need to apologize for having boundaries, especially if one of those boundaries is working on the weekend. Learning how to say no with confidence and meaning it and then not feeling like a total dick when that happens is one of the best parts of this. It is one of the most liberating things that you can do, but it is hard AF. It takes some practice. Saying no to somebody doesn't come natural, okay? Even if you figure out how to say no to something, It can then come with like a shit ton of guilt. So you've learned how to say no, but now you feel guilty because you've said no. You feel like a bad person. And so it's important to understand that it's not going to feel good at first. It's not going to feel like the best thing or the most natural thing that you've done. It's going to be uncomfortable and it might always feel uncomfortable. I don't love saying no to people. I don't love feeling like I'm disappointing somebody, but I now understand that As much as I think that I can be a fucking superhuman person, I'm not. So you need to keep that in mind, that it might not feel good, but it is necessary, okay? So it's sort of like, uh, like getting a mammogram, you know? Like you do it to stay healthy, maybe, or getting your pap smear, right? Like you have to go do it. You don't like it. You know that it's, once it's done and over with, you don't have to think about it again, but You do those things to stay healthy. And that is what you need to remember about learning to say no to somebody. So how do we do that without feeling like we're a total jerk? And a few things that worked for me is actually just being honest with the person and letting people know that where I am at that moment in time when they have maybe asked me for something and just saying something like, you know what, I am super overwhelmed right now. And this is just like not a good time for me. And people will actually respect you when it comes to that, because not everybody can say that. And so just being honest about it and just saying to somebody, you know what, I'm going to keep it real for you right now. I'm about to lose my ever loving mind. Be real because that is normal. I would have much more respect for somebody that was just 
upfront with me about it and said like, I just can't do it right now, I would have way more respect for that person as opposed to if they committed to doing it. And then the day before they came up with a lame ass excuse to like bail on me, right? Another way to learn how to say no to people is to use I statements. And that is just another way to gently decline whatever is being proposed to you. Saying, I need to prioritize my personal time right now. I cannot take on anything extra. Making it more about you and what you can or can't do lets the other person know this is, this is not your fault. This has nothing to do with you. This is about where I am right now. And then another thing that you might try to implement when you're learning how to gracefully say no to somebody is that you can thank them for thinking of you, right? You can thank them for being the person that they came to and let them know that it means a lot to you, that they trust you enough to ask you. And showing gratitude helps understand that you do appreciate them and that maybe right now is just not a good time. And so the biggest thing with saying no is understanding that you have the power. You have the power to say yes or to say no. And then understanding that you don't have endless time or endless energy. It can be depleted and you have to use it wisely. You have to budget it. So just keep that in mind and remember that breaking free from that people-pleasing um, tendency is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's not something that's going to come natural to you. You probably are going to stumble. It's going to feel hard. And that's all part of the process. And it takes work. But people pleasing is a habit and habits can be broken. So you can do it, but you're going to have to work on it. You're going to have to recognize that if you don't curb that, if you don't halt that problem, it is going to lead to more serious issues like resentment and burnout. So before we go, I just want to challenge you to take one actionable step this week towards breaking free from people pleasing. And I would absolutely love to hear your progress, to hear maybe where you're struggling. If you want to reach out on social media, if you want to shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, I am here to listen to what you think maybe your people-pleasing tendencies are and what actionable steps you can implement to try to start breaking that habit. Remember, our goal here is to get to a point where you're honoring yourself, you're honoring your time, and you're living your most authentic life. You're not stuffing away your own values and you're not setting those aside in order to please other people, especially people who have literally no impact on your life. Like, strangers on the internet. I appreciate you being with me. Let's keep the conversation going on social media. You can follow me at Chastity Campbell Co. on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can head over to the website at chastitycampbell.com. That's also where I will post up the show notes. They will be a part of the blog. So as always, make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star review. And also the video portion of the show is up on YouTube. So you can also follow me there. You can subscribe to my channel there at Chastity Campbell Co. And I will see everybody next week. Thanks so much for being here.